We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody. I'm Bart Winkler, Grant Bills, Paul Emmett. Mm-hmm. Still, you're still going with Cena fan on your name tag if you're seeing this on the Dan Shaney YouTube stream. Mm-hmm. Did you see the great video I, I RT'd about Cena? No. So John Cena, Grant, you'll enjoy this story too. The historian you are. Uh, John Cena gave this interview. It's this show, Ruthless Aggression. He's like, my career was done. I was done. I was going to get fired. I was informed that at Christmas time, I was part of the cuts. And then they had this European tour. And on the European tour, they all take the same bus. And Rey Mysterio, he said, and Rikishi were like freestyling on the bus. And Cena goes... I do know this story. Yeah, Cena goes... I thought, what the hell? I'll go back there and do it. And so he was freestyling, and the whole bus was going crazy. And then Stephanie McMahon was on the bus, and she's like, how did you do that? Well, how did you remember to say all those things? He said, I was freestyling. You don't don't remember. You just do it. And she goes, do one about me. So he did one about her. And she goes, do you want to do that on the next show? And he did it on the next show, and he dressed up in this weird outfit and he did it and people respond to it. And that's how the freestyle rapper was born, which kept him on the roster and then turned him eventually to the, the greatest technical wrestler of all time. All right. Well, shut, okay. Just, just kidding about that part. Okay. <clears throat> the greatest sports entertainer we've ever known. That's also nonsense. The greatest make a wish giver of yes. history. That's absolutely true. Are you yeah. not a Cena guy? Because every time that Paul is like Cena, Cena, it implies that you are not Bart. Paul is so like people like Cena, people don't like Cena, and I used to not like Cena for a long time. And then you know, I, I yeah, I, I get excited when he, and he's coming to Milwaukee. I'll go, but Paul's like, Paul, this is actually the most disdain I've ever seen Paul feel for a person. <laughs> Oh, he no, let me be, let me be clear. The disdain is for the character, not the man. Well, the man might be even weirder. The I don't like the. Oh, you know what? Let me take that back. The the heavy disdain is for the character. I also have 
a bit of disdain for the man. Did you see like, have you seen those videos? I, I've never watched whatever that reality show was, but you might've seen in the same algorithm, the clip of Cena's house rules. Like if you go into his house and like, like you will respect the table by doing this. You will respect my house by doing this. You have a curfew, After dinner, you have to make your bed, you gotta. After dinner, the men will retreat to the cigar room. After dinner, the women will retreat to the something. It's like, what? Yeah. Like, there's a, yeah, very strong Aaron Rodgers vibes coming from him. Oh. As of, but I mean, the, again, this is what's so hard because like Bart will kind of trash Rodgers and then he'll pick, but he does some really great things for some people. Cena does some really, really great things for kids. And I totally get being five, six, four years old and, and, and admiring the character as well. It makes total sense. But when a 39 year old man is like, wow, Cena, and I'm like, what? What is going on? And that's what Bart did. Why are we talking about this? This is after week one. We should. Your name is, says Cena. This is to help remind you that you're supposed to get in touch with Hot Tate Jake and other wrestling aficionados so we can have a wrestling episode on the Bart right. show. We'll do that later. Sorry to everyone that sat through John Cena talk. I, I, mean, I enjoy it, but I just think we should do this in long form sometime soon. All right. So week one, we'll get into we'll get into that discussion. <laughs> Um, Tease. I do, I do want to give a special thanks again to Rami Makloff, who is back in our universe. Uh, he was on my Wednesday show. Oh, wow. And before it was, it's, it's a very, it's a very typical Barton Rami experience. Uh, if you like that sort of thing, you're going to get it. Um, if you don't, why are you here? <laughs> The other thing is, before we went on air, we were talking, because he's back in Milwaukee, and you know he's trying to figure out the next stage of his life. And I, I was telling him, like, yeah, Rami, the, the craziest thing about my situation is a lot of, we all lost our job, right? The station that we worked for went away. But where everybody else has been able to, like, oh, there's other places I could maybe at least fill in or whatever. I told him, I essentially got fired three times because I got fired. When I got fired from 1250 or however you want to say it, laid off, whatever. I essentially just got fired. Cause I was, I put all my eggs into 1250. You did. <clears throat> and I, and I rallied for it. And that meant taking shots elsewhere. I never thought about anything else other than 1250. And yeah. that's why on a, Wednesday morning in September of 2023, uh, I'm talking to two of my favorite dudes at eight o'clock in the morning to post for a podcast in the next 24 hours. So sounds uh, like it worked out pretty well. I I'm I'm good. I'm I'm doing fine. The CBS stuff is good. Mm. I'm on Saturdays now throughout the fall. Mm-hmm. Although there's three Saturdays in a row where I can't work, so it's going to be like, brother, can you spare a dime? <laughs> the best ability is availability, Bart. But I have to give my availability to the Steve. Oh yeah, because <clears throat> last Saturday I did the four, I did the five hour show, got right in my car, drove right to the Steve, 
mm-hmm. and then did the PA, which was a very tiring day, but you boy. But now they have games at like six and five, and I just can't make it. So, so wait, which which are you choosing? I have to I choose the commitment I gave first, which was the Steve. That's what that's what I think that's what any grown man would do. A man is only as good as his word, and you gave your word to the Steve before you gave it to CBS. That's correct. I also gave my word transition to the Wisconsin Bike Fed to help spread their message. I mean, simply the the message is keep your lights on, slow down, maybe go a little slower. The real message is, in un, more unpolite terms, don't drive like a jerk. I mean, really. The sun's going down earlier, which I was trying to explain that to my son the other day. He's like, where's the sun? And I'm like, he goes, the sun went down. I go, no, we moved. He goes, well, where is it? It's on the other side of the world. Then I did explain Earth. We're trying to get into Earth. I feel like I explained death pretty good, and now I'm trying to explain Earth. You, you, you did. You, you tried to, exp- or you did explain death. Well, he knows what death. He knows what dead is. I think. Wow. Okay. Well, I've decided not to go there yet. Yeah. Never let your kids know about death. Why did you do that? Because his, he doesn't know one of his grandpas, and so I wanted to have him at least know who he was let's he's got a he's got nana papa he's just got nana like no i know i know i know it's very tough i know anyway don't don't like hit children on bikes when you're driving that's a that's a message from the that part's the message from the wisconsin bike fed (laughs) wisconsinbikefed.org and by the way big party they got a 35th anniversary party going on on Friday night, so check that out, wisconsinbikefed.org. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess... I guess we'll talk next week. I have. <laughs> I'm good. I have. Uh, I always. I always bring an extra amount of questions just in case. But I definitely have three Packers questions, one Aaron Rodgers question, and we are definitely going to conclude with a David Stearns question. So for those thinking we're going to ignore Brewers, I don't know how much you've hit on it yet, Bart. By the time this airs, but 
I want to have a, a good David Stearns discussion at the end. Okay, I do. I, I have a solid Stearns take at least. Yeah. Okay, good. All right, we'll save that for that'll be our last question here at the end. You want to start Rodgers or Packers? Ah, uh, boy. We might as well start Rodgers while we can, right, guys? Yeah. Let's do it. That is true, actually. That's it, will, it will go away. Yep. The content will be going away. Yep. And just to think all those months that you lost down on not making Aaron Rodgers content, only to have it all disappear. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to catch up. My real take this week is defending those that cheered at the bar. They cheered for their tab. They cheered for their tab. I guarantee you Aaron Rodgers will misconstrue that significantly. Just like he said. Oh, I never thought about it getting back to him. Oh, he's going to have a shit fit about it. Wow. I never thought about it getting back. Because this is what happens. It, you know, this was a Milwaukee story. Jack's on Brady, East Side. And oh, then it's a gold package crowd. All of them. That's the problem. No, no, don't be, don't be that way. So, <laughs> but what happened was that was a Monday night, Tuesday story. And then... Tuesday night, it started to be a national story. And then Wednesday, it's going to be still in the news. Yep. So we're already like, all right, we've we've seen this. And now you got everybody, the Rex Chapmans of the world, got to aggregate content on it. And now they're going to go from there. When does he go on McAfee? He has me blocked. I don't see any of his stuff. Is, Is he going on at some point this week? I don't know. He didn't go on Tuesday. If he went on Wednesday, I'm Tim can edit that in, but sure. In post. Yeah. McAfee's gotta be pissed. As a as a as a content creator. Was there well, McAfee also has Nick Saban Thursdays and Saban goes to Texas and gets his ass kicked. Yeah, mm. that's tough. Is there an ESPN McAfee curse? One four seven nine nine. That's why the Wisco Sports Show doesn't put all its eggs in player basket. Players come and go. You know, we're, yeah. we're building something on my show. We're building something that's not week to week, season to season. Yeah. yeah. Barrett Sports Media, write an article about that. Huh? Yeah. Oh. Barrett, BSM. Hmm? All right. I have two Rogers questions. I, I was curious which one I wanted to lead with. I'm going to ask you this one first. I like to put a little hypothetical on the front of this just to give it some fake stakes. You get a million dollars if you get this right. This will totally change the way you answer it. But let's just pretend. Aaron Rodgers has played his last snap in the NFL. Mm Mm-hmm. Or mm -mm. mm-mm. I'm going to say... Okay, so the the best... Who said this? Uh, It was Cowherd. I was listening to Cowherd the other day while I was sitting in line for an admissions test for an hour... And then I had nowhere to go, and I just I left. The waiting was killing me. The waiting is the hardest part. Ah, you took it right off my tongue. You did. Uh, but I so I was listening. He goes, Rogers is a Rogers is a like he's gonna take this as a sign that he shouldn't have played for another team. And he's gonna retire. And I don't think that's the case. He's gonna be back around the team. You know, he is invested in the team. He the rehab is going to be the hard part, but we're all acting like, I, I don't know, because he's 39, he's going to be 40. I know this is a tough injury. If this happened when he was 35, I think we'd be like, oh boy, it's going to be tough. But at 39, everybody's just writing him off. 
I think he plays again. I don't I don't think he this is not how he wants to go out. And this is not how I want him to go out. I still need to watch him be bad. <laughs> I'm really bummed we're not getting Rogers McCarthy this week. Yeah. That, yeah. Although in my splash sports pool, the Cowboys are my automatic survivor. Some people like to save survivors. I don't. Take the team you know is going to win. I'm all in on the Cowboys this year. They're my Super Bowl pick. I love, I love Dallas. No, here's what I was saying on the last show I was doing on CBS. I said, I, I want to make this very clear to everybody listening. I said, I am not a Dallas Cowboys fan at all. But I love watching them play. And when I watch them play, I root for them to win. Yeah. But I'm not a fan. Mm-hmm. But that's how I feel about the Cowboys. So I think... With a million dollars on the line, which I would, of course, give to charity, mm-hmm. I would uh, I would say he plays again. Grant. Uh, mm-hmm. it, or mm-mm, Aaron Rodgers has played his last snap in the NFL. Million dollars on the line. <clears throat> I would also give it to charity. But you know what they say, charity starts at home. So <laughs> when I say I'd give it to charity, that's what I mean. This is hard. I feel like he plays again, too. If this injury would have happened in, well, maybe it wouldn't make a difference, but let's say this injury would have happened in, like, almost after a full season or at the beginning of year two in New York. Sure, but it was four snaps in. Yeah. It it leaves such an awkward footnote at the end of his career if this is where it ends. And I think Rodgers is a historian of his own career. And I think he's very aware of his legacy and I would be too, if I were him, that's, it's not a negative at all. Um, They're very, very aware. Yes. Yeah. So I think he comes back. What are the, what are the jets going to do? Force him out for Zach Wilson. Yeah. But listen, well, well, we don't know that yet. We assume that, I mean, I would definitely put my million on the fact that Zach Wilson is not going to suddenly become number two overall pick quality caliber quarterback, but he has a full season to, you know, try it again. So, but I, I would say that the Jets have not yet experienced disgruntled off-season Aaron Rodgers. Up until this point, they experienced happy-go-lucky, so like this, everything is wonderful, Aaron Rodgers. And there's only one person that that story could have come from about how he hates the cut block plays. One person could have known that. And he had that shit ready to fire off to those reporters amidst his MRI. Yeah. Buckle in, Jets fans, for disgruntled Aaron, for pissed off Aaron, for the guy that thinks you wronged him, Aaron. Yeah, that was so like that. that, Just when you're kind of feeling bad for the guy, that comes up. He fires off those texts. I told you guys, reporters those cut block plays and that's what just ended my career. That's what just ended my season. Can we, can we talk about this for, for two or three minutes? I wasn't going to bring this up on my show uh, to react when this happened, but I felt like this report made it okay. It's like the fact that this came out kind of opened the door. I thought to talk about this. Why does Rogers want to extend the play? Why does he want to hold the ball? He's 40. This is what drove me nuts about the, uh, about like, it's what made him magical, right? Like it's, that was, that is Aaron Rodgers. Like there are so many things that make his legacy what it is and was and will be. But dude, like you're three months from 40, you know, and everyone knows that your offensive line is bad. 
and I think this is what like this like when people push back or when they say the thing about well we're finally going to see the Matt Lafleur offense. Yeah, because just take what's there, throw the freaking ball, and go to the next play. Like not everything needs to be a highlight. I totally agree, Grant. Like you don't need to extend the play. This is not what you should be doing. What are you thinking? There was a point in, in Rogers where he started to look at every play. We've talked about this where he he doesn't a uh, nine play. 80-yard drive that takes eight minutes, or 12 play, 13. That's not exciting for him. Right. He wants big play. Like in Madden, when you're bored, at, you played three games of Madden, and, you know, you're very focused. And by your fourth game, you're like, eh, you know? Nice. And he, he plays in that way. He plays yep, he does. in that way. Another thing about this whole thing is now Rodgers has become like, oh, Rodgers went down? Well, Fuck. We gotta we gotta burn every last piece of turf that exists on this planet. <laughs> so now that's a whole story. It is. I, like I think all fields should be grass too, but I feel because that's what all the players say. Like I don't know that we necessarily need a massive injury. Well, David Bakhtiari, David Bakhtiari said it very loudly right away. Yeah. And then uh, you know, David Bakhtiari shadow chaser, Kurt Benkert, then quickly said it as well. To those that you see his tweet. To those asking uh, why I won't be a quarterback again, it's because the memes would stop. It's like it's like Magic Johnson. Remember when he when he wanted to step away from the Lakers front office, and part of the one of the reasons was he couldn't tweet, he couldn't talk about basketball. That was a yeah. thing. I almost forgot about that. But correct, correct on Rodgers. I always say there's there's a million different examples of him making football harder than it needs to be. Yep. It's what made him unbelievable to watch, but I also think it's what's held him back in some of the biggest moments. And this injury, I'm not saying that's why he got hurt. He could have got hurt on any play. It, sure. It's just the fact that that little report came out, in my opinion, opened the door to talk about yep. one of Rogers' flaws. And I think his biggest flaw that's held him back in the biggest moments. It hasn't held him yep. back against the Bears or in the regular season, but against the best teams that it gets him. In the big moments. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to go with the tr- – I'm going to – we'll do a chorus of agreement – has Aaron uh, Aaron Rodgers has played his last snap in the NFL? Uh, there we Mm-mm. go, Morris. Mm-mm. No, it was good. You guys did pretty good Mm-mm. harmony. Uh, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. He has not played his last snap. He won't let that be it. I just don't think there's, you know, there's just can no way. You guys, can I? Can we? Can we? Can I tell you guys something? Sure, Bart. Can we break it down? Like break it down. I want to. Yeah, I've always been a very open and honest guy. If this is a happy place, I'm bad. Read these sentiments. This one is not. Okay. This is an ad for Four Golf, which is what okay, I had. Okay. okay. Fourgolfapparel.com. Use the promo code Bard for ten percent off. Great shirts, especially if you need shirts for a golf outing with a bunch of guys. No. Uh, this is. I want to talk about. I want to talk about this is real. <laughs> Sounds real. I want to talk about the role Kurt Benkert's playing in my life. <laughs> is it a is he a sexual partner? Because that's the only thing this music is making me think about. That's where this is going. If you're a sexual partner with Kurt Benkert, the discreet packaging of forehand.com. No. Kurt Benkert. I don't. I'm really trying to not be an asshole anymore. 
everybody out there is doing their own thing and they don't need i don't need to be the gatekeeper of content some role i thought that i was born to play people are going to do what they're going to do on this frequency they're going to do what they're going to do on that they're going to do what they're going to do on that podcast they're going to do what they're going to do with that account and i look at kurt and i got to remember he's just like a 26 year old kid trying to make it whatever he, you know he's just trying to take the talent he has and sometimes he tweets shit that's so i just want to attack him and i got to get over that so kurt if you're listening i'm not attacking you and you're like who is this guy you're right I played three less snaps than you in football. I'm a nobody. But I'm really using you. You're you're like my muse. So notice, I want you guys to know. Every time you see Kurt Banker with a tweet and you think to yourself, "Man, weird tweet." But you move on with your life. Know that I like montage the rest of my evening at different corners of my bedroom just like thinking about the tweet. and trying to figure out why this will be the tweet that ends me. <laughs> so I I am really struggling right now with Kurt Banker. That song's pretty catchy. I actually I I might have to go find that. It's called Night Driving available on StreamYard. <clears throat> and notice notice Grant how he's $25 a month. Notice how he faded it out. like cuz we gave him crit- you know, critical feedback uh, yeah, there's there's some shows in your market it's just <clears throat> first of all first of all you don't need a song to play you out at the end of every segment unless it's a hard that is a bad practice thank you the now little inside baseball at the at the end of the hour right the you are you are hard synced you you are out so what you do is you talk until there's like 10 seconds ish left and then you pot up the music so you don't get cut off that is different than let's take a break here's a song i'm going to let it play for if you're talking about it and like a song comes up organically and like you're taught let's say this is real real rudimentary but you you went to the rose bowl and you stayed in this bad hotel and you know and then at the end the producer is like and then he plays a little bit of hotel california going out of the break mm-hmm. very i mean that's the kind of stuff you look for yep. but if you just do like uh all right uh, the brewers uh, you know they lose whatever though, the big win uh, all right we'll come on back and then it's fucking bulls on parade out of nowhere um, i swear to you i was about to start singing bulls on parade i was about to battle bat battle bat battle and i was like that is so wild that you also went and- It works for some shows, you know, the the more no, stuff it. No, it doesn't. But but also I, I know your tones at this point Grant like it it works for some shows you do like this light like where I know you're lying. You don't really believe what you're saying. There are some shows that it works better. It's still not my thing, but it's not like a travesty on some shows, but there's one show in particular that I'm thinking of where they don't they don't ramp it. You don't hear it leading up because you can use it as a cue. It's like oh there's a break coming, but there's one show where it's like and we'll be back. Zero to ten, and now Jason Derulo is playing. That's a, what do we we don't need. Well, see, Grant, no, you're you probably stick to your tight time codes, even on the Wisco Sports Show when you're not on the statewide network. But like, because you were saying, oh, like you have hard you have hard stop rates at the top of the hour. Uh-huh. Try telling that to Wednesday's guest, Rami Makhlouf, who you like. The two o'clock big show hour would go until three fifteen. 
And then the three o'clock hour would be from three twenty-two to four nineteen. <laughs> there was no. <laughs> I played fast and loose with segments, but I always respected the top of the hour. Yeah, the big show never once got out on time. <laughs> I I'm a hundred percent with Bart. I didn't take my second break of the hour, my bottom of the hour break. I waited until we were done with Mike Clemens. I took it at like forty-eight, but come fifty-nine. I was there, and I correctly ramped. I, I ramped that final segment, but not the others. That's why you're. Pro, that's why you're a pro. That's why you're. I'm gonna go. Pro. I'm gonna go get another splash of coffee. It's just right. I'm not going far, so I can hear. I don't need okay. to do it. Well, then I'm just gonna tell you about HappyPlaceHemp.com. HappyPlaceHemp.com promo code Bart for twenty five percent off each and every order, and it does come <laughs> in discreet packaging. Why do you ask? Well, if you get a box that says Happy Place Hemp on it, someone's going to steal it very easily. You don't want that. It's a nice little white box. It fits your things. Free, free. Oh, my God. Grant's dancing. I'm dying. HappyPlaceHemp.com. Free shipping. 2625, Tim Shea, edit cough. Okay, so we're doing something with the, I can't say the team, but I can say the Green Bay football team. And this will be a long-term play. So we're doing 25%, 25% off every time you use heavyplacehemp.com. Every time. You use it once, you use it again. Get your gummies, get your tinctures, get it all. Get it all, get it all every time. And then keep track throughout the season of how many times Green Bay wins. Because each win is going to be another percent. And at the end of the season, if they win seven games, seven plus 25, we're going to do a week of 32% off. Okay? The guy goes, what if they go undefeated? And then I sent him a gif of going out of business. Because, I mean, those prices would be... So we're hoping for like 8, 9, 10 wins. Get like a 33, 34, 35% towards the end of the year. And then once the new year turns, once the season's over, you can just stock up for the winter. But don't not get your... I mean, you need supply until then. So 25% off, happyplacehemp.com. Grant, very smooth hips. Well, I had a wedding this last weekend. I... <clears throat> less is more on the dance floor. Yeah. Men who do less is more like in Hitch, you know. Then I you might have to introduce this music <laughs> into the, uh, you know, the Winkler verse. Into the Winkler. This is. I wasn't messing around. I. I, I want to go. I want to go find what this song is. This freaks me. We for is going now as long as we have. We should have another topic. All right, ready? Okay, all right. I'm going to ask you, this is going to, you get, you get a 10 second, you get a 10 second response only, and then I'm going to move on past Rogers. This was my other topic that I was toying with. We already did a big Rogers topic, so this is going to be just, you get 10 seconds or less. On a scale between ha 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 and aw, with Rogers, your honest reaction on Monday night was closer to what? You, you got you, you don't get the middle. You're like, oh, this is kind of sad, but also, ha ha ha. If you, were you were you closer to ha 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 or awe on Monday night? Ten seconds or less, go. Bart. Well, on a personal.
sort of love, like, I don't, I'm not cherishing. I don't, I don't feel like, I don't feel bad for the guy. I feel bad for me for not being able to root against them. But I, I'm not laughing about it. Grant. Uh, I was all the way sad. I was all the way, mm. uh, I pooped my pants. I think we all did. <laughs> I, it, it, it wasn't real. All this buildup. He ran out with the flag, Paul. I've never seen a football stadium like that, except for maybe in college. And then it was just done. So it was very or Chris sad. Gizzy. Chris Gizzy. Yeah. Or Scott Paul. Sapp when he came flying out at that Cowboys game. Saw that. Um, that was uh, my. I, I was more the jaw drop, like, wh- like, whoa. But I have to admit, sorry to say, I was closer to. <laughs> I think someone on your post game show said this was objectively funny. Was that Matt or Jake? It, it's objectively funny. Hot take: Jake is gaining a reputation for rooting for injuries. I'm not saying that. I was just seeing tweets of people accusing him of that. So it I, is. I, it was. You know what it was. It was a it, big text moment he goes down 20 minutes later i've got 60 texts it i agree that i mean it's not the injury isn't funny the story concluding in this way is objectively funny you can feel bad for the person and still say from a story perspective from an arc story arc objectively a funny ending to that act like if you wrote the whole aaron Rodgers movie and this was the final scene, people would walk out of theaters pretty pissed off. Uh, absolutely. They'd be like, yes. why do you end it? Especially with Hard Knocks and the fact that that was just Aaron Rodgers perfectly attempting to craft his own narrative. And when the narrative couldn't be controlled by him, this is the first thing that happened. It's, it's, it's beautiful art, you know? I'm sorry that the art is of the drama variety and not the comedy, but it, it's art. It is. All right, moving on. Packers. The 2022 first round pick who you believe will have the more impactful Packers career from this day forward. Ooh. So this is Quay Walker versus Devonte Wyatt. The 2022 first round pick that you believe moving forward, forget anything that happened last season and in, in week one, the more impactful player of those two moving forward from this day forward is Devontae Wyatt, mm-hmm, or mm-mm, Bart. I need to go outside the box with this one, so Grant, if you'd like to. Mm-mm. Grant, mm-hmm, or mm-mm, Devontae Wyatt. I have a confession. I have a, I have oh. a confession. Do you want to go first, or I'm confused? What, I'm what confused, too. Go, go ahead. No, I, I don't watch when the Packers are on defense. What? <laughs> I'm just kidding. But I don't, I don't have – I don't – whenever we talk about defense – I just pull shit out of my ass. I don't know. I could, I could right now, as you were asking the question, I was like, which guy should I say? And then which reason should I give? Who's who, give to, I don't have an, I don't know. I can't do defense. Well, who, like, who, like, who, like they both had wow moments. I was probably going to say Quay Walker basing that on nothing. And then I was going to give uh, reasons and say, well, you know, Quay and, you know, he had a reputation last year. He's fighting, and now, you know, the way he bounced off that guy, like, what am I, what am I saying? I'm not saying anything. But Devontae Wyatt is very with the players on the defensive line. Very and- with the players. Yeah. It is a good question, one that I'm not good at answering. And in this era of – I call this my bankered era. In this bankered era, 
I'm trying to make sure that I am not just true to myself. Grant. But, but true to the people that follow me. Now, when I end the show, and this is the music outro, that is art. I, yeah, that's that's how you produce. I think Wyatt. Because mm-hmm. I don't know. Look, mm-hmm. Wyatt. Look at the look at the Jets, right? And how their defense is built. They're built almost exclusively through their defensive line. Like we don't talk about the edge rushers. They don't have necessarily a, a Miles Garrett or a Micah Park. It's all these interior guys. And it's it's so hard to game plan against players like that because you can't shade protection one way or another. You can't chip with a tight end. So I think if Quay Walker and Devontae Wyatt end up kind of being the same caliber of player, and that's kind of what I would bet on, I think Devontae Wyatt is more impactful because of the nature of his position. Mm-hmm. And because the Packers have needed to stop the run and they've needed to get better in the trenches forever. And I think if Devontae Wyatt is good, and I think he will be, I think Quay Walker and Devontae Wyatt both will be, I think he'll be more impactful. I think Quay will be good, but I, I don't really love the coverage unit behind him the cornerback position is a little up in the air right now. And that kind of leaves him out on an Island. I thought Blake Martinez was a fine linebacker, but we blamed him for everything. Cause he was kind of out there on an Island. I think the same can happen to a, a player like Quay Walker. So I'll say Wyatt, but let's Blake Martinez was too focused on his Pokemon trade. Um, Correct. The thing. So I'm going to say, mm-hmm, Devonte Wyatt, which of course you know, last season as rookies is a, preposterous uh, not that quay walker was good but Devonte white like almost literally didn't play which is not great for the 28th overall pick in the draft who and i have to remind myself and i think it's important to remember Devonte white is 25 years old mm-hmm. 25 and a half years old i mean he's a old march birthday. he's a march he's a march birthday like he's 25 and a half and he's only in his second year so you know he probably has only a six year impactful career, you know, like most defensive linemen hit 30 and they don't get better. Um, there's your, your outliers. Better. Quay, uh, Quay Walker is going to be on the field for almost every play, right. As an inside linebacker, Devonte Wyatt's going to sub in and out. But I think the answer is uh, Devonte Wyatt. I, for, for many of the reasons that Grant laid out, um, clearly there's not going to be that wow moment from an inside linebacker, no matter how good they are, like there was with an interception return for a touchdown where he's bouncing off the guys like that's not going to happen again. So what are the, what do his weeks look like when there's not that? Um, so I'm going to go with Wyatt. Um, but if we're saying more impactful career then I do think we have to keep in mind that he's two that Wyatt is two and a half years older than Quay Walker, which is well, not nothing. You were on the Packers beat when Kenny Clark was drafted. What was he? 21. He was young, young. Twenty, he? I think he was twenty. Like, okay. like, yeah, very, very young. Isn't that wild? There's a five-year, four, five-year difference. Yeah, I mean, how much? I mean, okay, how much older is Kenny Clark than Devontae Wyatt? A year. Interesting. Um, let's see. Tim, Sorry, I'm, trying to book, I'm trying to. I'm, try, I'm trying to book a time with Horvat for tomorrow. Two years older. All right, Bart, let's see if you can answer this one more. And I, with all due, I mean, you're, the question's a good one, and the conversation that followed is good. I'm I'm sorry that I'm – it's like with any it's like with any great quarterback. you got to know your weaknesses. Yeah. And you got to know the, the strengths of those around you. Mm-hmm. And you got to know that if you're like – you know, I'm 39, so at this point in my life, 
I'm not going to extend conversations if I don't have to. You're doing and it, right especially if that means that the left tackle is going to let the guy come sack me. I'm not going to do that. I, I'd, be, I'd be, I mean, consider, consider the enormity of my ego if I were to do that and then turn around and blame the coaches for the scheme mm-hmm. uh, of the blocking. I think we should put out a report after this episode drops that, that we didn't like the strategy that Paul took with his questions this week. Can yeah. We, can we leak to someone in the Winklerverse that report? Yeah. <laughs> Paul, Paul, Paul talked too long about John Cena. Yeah. <laughs> didn't want to bring it up. Wanted, wanted to just, to, yeah. Anyway. Um, speaking of 2022 draft picks, you are concerned about, injuries short and long-term with Christian Watson. You, you're officially at that point of worry that injuries will get in the way of, will be the main story of, think of it how you want, of the Christian Watson career. You're worried about that. The injuries will be a major impact, negative impact, obviously, on Christian Watson's career. Mm-hmm. Or mm-mm. You like me to go first? This one maybe real brief. Sure, because I'm gonna go outside the box again. Okay, I'll go inside the box. He's played or had has had the opportunity to play in what 18 games now? 18 yep. regular season games, 18. and he missed what six? He missed a couple with a hamstring last year, and then a concussion, and he missed the opener. So he has missed a lot. Of, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't concerned slightly, but this is part of learning to be an NFL player, right? You learn to manage injuries. You learn how your body reacts and responds to certain things. And he's got to learn that. And I, I, you hope, you hope that he will. I think you have to hope. Um, but he was more raw than most coming in. It's not like he was a polished professional from right. LSU or from Bama. So I, I think you need to consider that as well, that he's greener than most. And part of being green is learning to manage your body. So hopefully as he polishes his game and he has a lot of, of polishing to do still, um, he also, you know, learns to manage and works with some veterans on the team. So I, I'm concerned, but I also, I think there's reason to be optimistic for sure. Mark. I don't believe that being injury prone is a thing. Oh, uh, with hamstrings, it's definitely a thing. So, but if, so if you hurt a hamstring, it might linger. No. Is that what you're defining as injury prone? I didn't say injury prone in the question. You can take it that direction if you want, but to say that clearly, ligament, like like that, hamstrings. We are I mean, we are all built differently. We're all trained differently up until the point of, in their cases, becoming professional athletes. Not all hamstrings are built the same. Not all hamstrings have been trained and developed the same. Like there are instances where hamstring people, hamstring injury people, are hamstring injury people. I say that as a hamstring injury person, albeit a non-professional athlete, hamstring person. Like, yeah, I, but so I, I disagree with you. Hurt, it stays hurt. Well, and okay, so then in All that right, case, so you're asking me long term if I'm worried about the hamstring. I'm, I, yes, if you want to take it in like in the micro direction, but just like that, it's going to it's going to be always in the way. It's it's it has you worried that it's going to be the thing that's like Watson's really good, but. Dot dot dot, and it's the, there's you're never just gonna be able to say Watson was really good. It's because there's always that lingering. Yeah, but like he missed six games again. Oh, but he's not available for week one. You know, like anyway, t- take it how you want to go. Again, um, somebody asked me uh, about the game and Watson was hurt. 
Watson, Christian Watson was never going to be the thing that decided Packers Bears. I was, I thought he could have been in it. Like, you know, obviously that was foolish. Now I don't know. People see that he's out in the injury report. You act like he's throwing sharp with a neck injury. The problem is like, okay, but who else do you throw the ball to then for first game starting quarterback, Jordan love his number one presumed weapon is not there. Not a Romeo dubs who played and played well was also hurt, but played love him. Yeah. Well, there's an article out by Rob Domofsky who, huh? I'm blocked by Rob. I didn't, you knew that. There's an article out by Matt Schneidman and Ma- what? There's this there's this there's this one guy who covers the Packers, uh, JJ Leahy, and he he blocked me too. <laughs> there's a uh, elementary school that I the, the Sabish Middle School in Fond du Lac, and. They block me? Your middle school has you blocked? A middle school in Fond du Lac has me blocked. <laughs> Why? I wonder I wonder if the Highbury has me blocked. You should not so be the blocked. Highbury, a middle the Highbury school. had me blocked for some reason. And then I went there a bunch for Milwaukee Pro Soccer, and I talked to the guy, and we were super friendly, and I told him. He goes, oh, man, that was and I'm, and then they unblocked me. And then they blocked me again. <laughs> the Highbury Bar has me blocked on Twitter. Why? Interesting. Yeah. Any bar that has a Twitter account is not a bar for me. I'll just go out and say that right now. I, I want my bar to. I, I don't want the owner of my bar owning a smartphone. That's a red flag for me. That's not <laughs> a bar that I want to hang out at. I want them to have a flip phone. <clears throat> Were the you bar- going somewhere? Yeah. With the I know back- you said you're going. You're going outside the box. Is is this as far as you're? I appreciate a long setup, but no, Where's- I don't think injury prone. I don't believe in it. And if Christian Watson is going to have a lifetime like injury, I don't know that he's good enough to for me to worry. Oh wow! I think he is good enough. I don't know. When okay. Christian Watson's on the injury report. People are acting like it's Jordy Nelson or some shit. Relative to this team, he he is a little he's, bit, a little he's bit. Absolutely, this team's Jordy Nelson. Like, but I don't know. I don't. I, I'm just telling you. Uh oh. He muted. Thankfully. I was just gonna. I was just gonna. I was doing, and I get lightheaded. I almost fell yesterday. He's muted. No, he's good. Jesus Christ. He's on he's on meds now. He's he's on the road to recovery, presumably. Not, not enough meds. He's miming, puking into a bucket. I think miming. Can't say for sure. You one would hope. I think it was miming. He seems deep breath. We can see you. Yeah. What? <laughs> I was doing so good, guys. You were doing very good. Christian Watson is. He's six four, and he's the fastest person on a football field. I'm not saying he's Jordy Nelson, but it's a big deal when he's out, even if he's not getting a ton of catches, just because you have to dedicate so much attention to him. It's the same. Uh, it's the same concept as gravity, uh, like with Steph Curry, a team that you are intimately. Oh, I love discussing gravity in the NBA. Let's closer to the NBA season. Can we have a long form discussion about 
I want to do gravity episode. Oh, hell yes. What are you guys talking about? Like how players affect the gravity of the court and because of just their them being there affects everything else. Is that a real thing? It's a very real thing. Are you serious? I didn't hear. <laughs> Back on mute. Yes, it's a real thing, right, Grant? I mean, I don't know how this has escaped Bart for 39 and a half years. But well, especially is. as a Golden State Warriors fan. <clears throat> right. I've never the- heard about anyone do that. What is your bit today? You're, you're, you're extending these bits just like an, uh, just a little bit farther than they need to be extended. What are you talking about? We, we can't tell if you're serious that you've never heard of the concept of a player. Well, I've heard of gravity. No, no, but, and yep, and probably the movie as well. But have you heard of it in relation to like. No, I've, I I don't, I've never seen any NBA discussion that has talked about gravity. Well, you need to spend less time with the 19 year olds on Twitter and more time in uh, smart NBA circles like me and Grant run in. Yeah, retweet. Oh, I, I, I I understand. I can see how it's a concept. Mm -hmm. I'm not. Belittling that. You know what's messed up, Paul? And then your topic is we're like less than a month away from getting Bill Simmons, Ryan Rossillo, and House yes. doing, doing preseason win totals. How yes. how did we get here? It feels like just yesterday I listened to the podcast. Jesus oh. Christ, Bart. Uh, he just put up a technical difficulties. Please. No, that's just for the Dan Shaney YouTube streamers. There's some prop comedy. All right. Um, all right, so let me just conclude with this with more prop, more uh, visual comedy. It's very hard to answer you guys a question when I'm staring at this. <laughs> very, very difficult. Just ask. People Are you sure know. this is very weird? I don't think I can see. <laughs> All right. Um, the Colts reportedly asked for Christian Watson in the Jonathan Taylor trade discussions. <clears throat> I put up a poll. When the Colts reportedly asked for Christian Watson in a trade for Jonathan Taylor, Packers GM Brian Gudekinst should have dot 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 agreed to that deal, hung up the phone quickly, offered only a second round pick or offered a second and a third round pick. I don't know if you actually responded in the poll, but how would you respond of what Gudekinst should have done if that was the offer being made? And I parallel this because we just talked about Watson and if you are concerned or if you're not concerned and all of that. I will tell you, 52% said should have hung up the phone quickly, which means 48% would have countered, to some degree, um, Grant and Bart. First of all, I voted all your polls, and I don't thanks, appreciate. Thanks, buddy. I don't. I don't appreciate the the implication that I that I don't or that I wouldn't. Wow. No, Kristen Watson, because I don't know what Bart's on, and like I don't know. We maybe we need to do the Chris Watson thing. He's a number one wide receiver. Yeah, he he's is. got the potential to be a number one wide receiver and one of the best top guys in the league. I'm not saying top five, but like up there is a very, very good first option. And Jonathan Taylor is an aging running back in the final year of his contract. Jim Mercer is nuts, but that's the reason why Jonathan Taylor wants out, anyways. I like that you yeah. said aging. I do like that you said aging yeah, running back. When super he's old. He's twenty four. Is he three months older than you? You fucking z- zymote. I'm uh, I'm I'm older than Jonathan. Is he not aging? Last He's, time I checked, he is he, aging, is he not? You were you are not inaccurate to say that he he like all of us are aging. Um, so so Grant, you said hung up the phone quickly. Yeah, I mean counter AJ Dillon sucks. <clears throat> He's terrible. Which, by the way, I'm glad we're not all on the same page with that. It did it, it did it did take three plus years to get here, but we because think, he wrote a children's book and went to Door County, guys. 
he is like he and Aaron Jones are sort of like the most vocal. They, they are like kind of they are the Packers now, and like this post, it's going to become Jordan Love and obviously whatever else. But like Aaron Jones is so visible, so likable, and AJ Dillon is like the the Brown County guy. So, but honestly, when Dylan's in there, watch a drive. First down, he'll get two yards. Second and eight, he'll get six yards. Third and two, incomplete pass. Minus one. He's in the backfield tackled. <laughs> that screenplay that they set up for him, it was either late in the third quarter or early in the fourth. They had three blockers in front of him. He's the only running back in football who doesn't get the first down there. He's poor. He's piss poor. And it's wow. something personal. It's just. You know, all off season, I had to, and not to call it Pete, I like Pete, but Pete, I think, can get sometimes over his skis with his takes and his tweets. He tweets, oh, the Packers might have the best backfield in football. What the, what? A.J. Dillon is, I don't know that he's replacement level. I think he's worse than average. Again, nothing personal. But I do if they think. Can't, look at it this way. If they could not effectively run the ball and pick up first downs in garbage time with A.J. Dillon on Saturday, just to run out the clock, what is he for? What does he do if they can't yep. use him effectively in that setting? I, I don't I, I don't know. Speaking I do. Of the, I, do uh, I, I wanted to I wanted to mention this at one point a Ben Fennel tweet. Ben Fennel. Uh, he had said that so he watched the game back. Lafleur did one two three four five six seven eight eight different like sweeps and the duo concept and the triple option and power and counter all from under center gun. And the pistol. LaFleur took like everything he's ever wanted to do play formation wise and did it in this game. And he gave a lot on tape for teams to look for, which is, you know, if, if, if you're like, if it's under Rogers, it was almost like Tecmo Super Bowl. Like what, one of these eight plays are we running? But LaFleur put a bunch out there. And so now Packer prep week is going to be a little harder, by the way, um, thoughts on the game on Sunday. I like the Packers to win. The Falcons defense is going to be better than the Bears, though. I wouldn't be surprised if they lost. The thing I said the other night was, just because the Packers beat the Bears this way, I don't know. I It's almost like this is week one. I don't know what to expect out of this team. We haven't seen enough. I guess I'll take them to win. I won't be surprised if they lose. So, I don't know. I, I'll take the Packers to win, like, 24 to 22. I mean, we only have one game of data on all these teams. So I know that the Bears are worse than a lot of teams, and I think that the Packers are better than some, but we don't know by how much, and we don't know exactly. So I don't I don't know what to make of the Falcons. The Falcons are weird, man. And I, I like Arthur Smith, and I kind of like what they got going on, but you drafted Kyle Pitts in the top five, and you drafted Drake London in the top ten, and Drake London doesn't have a catch last week. And then he's asked about it in his post-game press conference. He's like, let me stop you right there. I'll let the fantasy guys – ask and answer those questions. All we care about is winning. Drake London doesn't care. I promise you that. I'm like, uh, he, he might, he might care. I mean, you took him in the top 10. He didn't have a catch. So the, Kyle, I don't know. I mean, Kyle Pitts has two catches, you know, when he's supposed to be like the next, the next like generational tight end. Tyler Algier gets all the goal line touches. <laughs> like they did use Bijan Robinson quite a bit, but a lot of the Falcons frustration stems from fantasy. But like, if you don't want to use your, your fancy targets then don't draft them in the top 10 that's just bad business anyways i have a i have a jordan love topic but i think i'm gonna save it for next week oh wait how how, how many how many minutes do we have well we gotta get the stern one in 
let's get this started. So we're going to take a quick intermission. Each week, I hope to bring you this following intermission. This this is brought to you by Bart Becoming Mature, who is mature enough to say envelope and mature not. We've learned not mature enough to say what was last week's word, vase. Not mature enough for that. We're not there yet. Bart, are you mature enough to say foyer or is it a foyer? Oh, foyer. <laughs> but then you should guess what I'm going to say. I, foyer? What? Put your coat down in my foyer. <laughs> put it in my foyer. Where's your coat? I seamed it. It was in my foyer. Yeah. <laughs> he is mature. Bart is mature enough to not fight with Kirk Benkert on Twitter, despite I you know, know what I haven't. You know what I haven't been to in a long enough time is a party where I go in and they say, "Can I take your coat?" And then they go, "Just throw it." There's a room there. Just throw it on the bed. On the bed. Yeah, 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 yeah. I haven't. Had, I haven't been to a throw your coat on the bed party in a while. <laughs> When was the last time you were at a hopefully, time? Hopefully, uh, time, hopefully at your age, hopefully at our age, like we there aren't any more throw your coat on the bed. Like that doesn't seem like why not? Throw your coat on the bed. That's a staple of a Midwest party around the holidays. Yeah, in families, the, in, families, you can throw your coat on the bed. In the eighties, and I, I, I don't think I don't know. I don't I think you don't wear coats ever. You wear shorts in the winter. No, but I, I, I don't, I don't. I don't really wear coats. He says while coughing up a lung. I yes, wear one coat. I'm going to go put, you ask the Stearns, I'm going to go get the one coat on that I wear. And I only wear it when I'm shoveling. But I think you're going to have to be here for the question. So I'll hear you. You'll hear me. Okay. I'm go going, ahead. it's in my basement. I'm not going to fucking Burlington coat factory. I thought you were maybe going up into your foyer. It's just on the bed. It's just on the bed in the basement bedroom. That's right. <laughs> the unfinished basement bedroom where all the guest coats go. Oh my God. David Stearns. And this is where it's going to be important to nuance the following. David Stearns leaves a very good legacy as Brewers GM slash president of operations. No. The, the operative word, very good. <laughs> First of all, I need my new seat cushion. Yeah, very nice. From County Stadium. I like it. Here's a th here's my take on David Stearns. Prop comedy. That's not a coat. That's a sweater. Yeah, that that's not a that's not a coat. News eight though. Oh, that's bitching. <clears throat> News eight. David Stearns, your take part. He leaves a very good legacy. I did say this on yesterday's show. Um, sure, he leaves a good legacy. Here's what David Stearns is. You know, now these articles have come out that you only you only like baseball if you're uh, if if this happens when you're a kid, son. It's time for bed now, David. Okay, uh, just just let me. Uh, oh, no, no, David, we've talked about this. It's time for bed, but but the Mets game it's it's only the fourth inning. I want to see I want to see Dwight Gooden finish this out. David, I'll tell you the results in the morning, and they got a day game, and we're going, we're going to Shea this weekend. Everything's going to be okay, David. It's just one game. There's 162 of these, okay? Yes, Father. David goes to bed. David's got a transistor radio, and he's 
sleeps with it under his pillow and he listens to the end of the game. And then he hears it the whole day. And then he comes down the stairs the next day and he goes, Daddy, how about that Mets win? Well, did you get a copy of today's paper, David? I never told you that the Mets had won. How did you find out? Jeez. Bart. You can only you can only like baseball if at one point you grew up putting a radio under your bed and listening. David Stearns. So here's David Stearns. David Stearns is a guy who he got the girl. He's a guy in high school, pine for this girl. They go to college and they like boingy boingy once or twice. Go their separate ways. She probably got divorced. He's just been working at the plow. They they meet up. Halloween party. No, that's where I met my wife. Different example. They meet up at the 15th anniversary of the high school. Um, and then he's like, What's the song where what's the song where uh Hey, baby, how you doing? Well, your hair looks so good now. I don't know. Lone Star. Lone Star. Oh. Lone Star? Yeah. I don't know it. Well, like Mr. Mom. No, that's what she's doing these days. That's what she's doing. Oh, hey, baby. That's Rascal Flat. No, that's Lone, that's Lone Star. I know Is the song. Rascal- no, it's Rascal <laughs> Flats. I fucking knew it. Okay, but now I know what you're now I know what you're talking about. Okay, now I'm there. Um, is that you? Yeah, your hair got so long. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I really do. And then they like get together. They've gone their separate ways. You know, they started together. Very. This is very long. I'm sorry. They've gone their separate ways. Kind of spin. They were always going to end up together. So what I what I what I infer is that every day that David Stearns was in that locker room every day that he was celebrating another, you know, bite at the apple or world series birth, every trade he made, every step he took, every breath he took. Wow. Who, who was the last team on his mind when he went to bed? Just like it was in those old Brooklyn roads, Queens roads. It was the Mets. This guy was an imposter. He's always wanted this job. We were, st- I got a lot of references musically here. We, 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 we were his stepping stone. Okay. Okay. I'm going to cut this out, but I'm not. That was good. You were spitting. You know what I'm saying? I totally do. I don't know that it's, it's like, a bad oh, thing. We all knew you were going to end up there. Did did we mean nothing to you? We didn't mean nothing. Don't put that on him. That's not fair. Don't act like none of the successes and, and the ups and downs we had in Milwaukee. Yeah, but the smile, the smile that he had when it became official, he never smiled like that here. I know it. You don't think, you don't think that after what happened last year, David Stearns has, he doesn't have a little bit of frustration with the organization, rightfully so. You don't think so? With the Brewers, yeah. Why would he have? Why would he have frustration with the Brewers? Oh, because the owner was like, "I didn't tell him to do that." The owner did hang him out to dry just a little bit, just a bit. 
Unless it was that, I'm not saying the hater move was good. It didn't work out, but the owner completely hung him out to dry on that. And maybe he deserved to get hung out to dry. Cause it was a shit. I was say, like that, okay. Sorry. Keep going. I don't know. I, I, I just, I, I think he was burned out and I think he made one bad move. Basically he made smaller, like little moves that didn't pan out, but so does every executive. He has one miss in like six years of taking the poverty ass brewers of the playoffs year after year after year. He makes one miss in a trade that was probably going to happen months later anyways, not excusing it because it was an awful trade, and his owner threw him under the bus. Someone told me after college you ran off to Vegas, married a rodeo cowboy. That ain't the girl I knew. Rascal Flats is a really underrated band, by the way. A lot of hits. Uh, they really took Lone Star's work and, and took it in another step. Which so he just twanged a little more. Just a little more. Not not too much. A little less on the vocal. They went less Diamond Rio and a little bit more, I don't know, wherever stuff they took. I just Country music like 2002, 2003, all bangers, minus any song that was like, my cock's an American eagle, and he's going to fuck up the whole world. That um, was a little much. I Is that a real song? <laughs> is it? Somewhere. You guys don't think the think of this. You don't think the Pete Alonso leak post trade deadline is interesting in all of this. I think it's interesting. It is interesting. I think it's the Brewers. The best thing since wrestling, mess. investing in your the the Brewers are probably Mark Anasi is probably just a little bit annoyed with the Mets trying to poach his guy for years despite him being under contract. They're finally going to get him. So what does he do? He's like, well. Fuck him. We almost got Pete Alonzo from him, and they're shopping him actively. So I want everyone to know about this now. A little, little kick uh, to the Mets uh, as he could. is basically the only thing he could do. But I, I thought that leak was interesting now, kind of knowing what had been moving. Where behind. would you put Council going there in terms of, like, what's it likely? Like, Council's going there is as likely as it is that a hurricane's going to develop in Lake Michigan and tear through Shorewood. Well, yeah. just ask Sam Cuffle with climate change. That could happen any any day now. I had actually Bob Nightingale, USA Today, on my show the other day. And while he is not the most dynamic guest, my God, is he plugged in and he knows what's going on. Even if he, he is not dynamic. He is not. He is not. I think he, he was. Is, he is a newspaper come to life. Which which I appreciate. That <laughs> matches the sport that, that he covers. Um, That's he's, not fair. He's, he's tweeted it. He's written about it. Council's stepping away, and he's not going to manage elsewhere at the end of this year. Mm-hmm. Let's do this family. And he's not not going to manage the Mets, that's for sure. He's not going to manage the Mets. Maybe four or five years down the road, after sure. taking a break, uh, you know, we also you know, talked about the possibility that maybe he works in a front office or, or works in some setting that doesn't demand he be in a dugout six months a year. But also, baseball guys, they love that. You know, they love being in the clubhouse and they love contending and trying to win games every day. So maybe that is in him, but he's not going to the Mets. I would feel very confident in that. So wait, so Bart, you definitely answered the question of, did David Stearns use this as a stepping stone? Mm -hmm. I don't think you answered the question of if he leaves a very good legacy with the Brewers. He should. Well, yeah, we, we had success when he was here. He was the architect of the golden age of Brewers baseball. Which Tim is, Shea, that what, is that what we're calling this? that one? Fuck Tim, what is with your generation's obsession with like 2007 to 2012? That was a fun little window where they made the playoffs like twice. It's the same 
about your obsession about the last it's the same period of my life as your life now except my they were better in the period that i talk about yeah okay 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 all right so so what, what we're gonna say <laughs> we, we got we got you compare your rings i'll compare my rings well nobody has rings this is a brewer's conversation we're having so we all agree then it's pretty undisputed mm-hmm. he leaves a very good legacy Paul, how much did your wedding ring cost? The one that you wear? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I'm pretty sure this was 99 bucks. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, the size too big, but <clears throat> I'm not like my grandpa never took it off ever. I'm like, well, I want to take a shower. That's nice. Anyway. Um, he he definitely be- leaves. He leaves a very, very good legacy. I kind of saw that being disputed a little bit and i was so i was playing with what word to use like very good like he leaves a great legacy like where would you stop in your praise for the legacy that stearns leaves i'd say awesome i'd say very good very productive very successful very achievementable yeah and the ones and you know you did all those songs part and the one song you didn't do that i'm sure you would regret not including is legacy what is a legacy is planting seeds in a garden you never get to see david stearns is not going to see some of the seeds that he planted bar winkler show has been produced in a shorewood basement Guests of the Bart Winkler show receive nothing. Nothing. In fact, it's probably worse for them to have come on. Bart Winkler show can be found on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, Odyssey. This sounds like most Drake songs ever made. And I mean, that is nothing but the strongest compliment. So is that it? Are we done? Ah, I was seeing who talked first. Damn it. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Then you get a little higher before you actually fade. So you get a little higher. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Hey, it's Big Ron in New Jersey calling in with my betting picks for week two of the NFL season. Uh, just to recap um, my voicemail that Bart played last Friday morning, I gave you three kick picks in college, five picks in the NFL. In college, I took Colorado, Buffaloes, minus three. I took Washington State, Cougars, plus six and a half, and I took the over in that. I went two and one on those, and then with my underdogs, my five underdogs that I gave you, uh, I went four and one. So for a tasty six and two, profitable weekend so in week two i'm not focusing on college football um this week uh, because there's just a bunch of cupcakes playing the, the major programs there's not a lot of good um uh games at all you could take a money line parlay 
But I'm going to focus on the NFL, and I have two basic strategies for NFL Week 2. The first is to take advantage of overreactions and the point spreads from the Week 1 results. So here are the early – so I placed um, three early bets that I placed in Week 2 to get in ahead of the Sharps before the line moves. On Thursday night, I like – the Vikings to kind of regress to the mean, recover from their terrible performance in week one, which I did bet correctly bet against them and took Tampa. But now I'm going to take the Vikings plus seven. That's a big spread on Thursday night football. Um, you can get that for minus 105 juice. I'm also going to look for the Bengals to recover from their horrific performance and take them minus lay the three and a half. If you want to, you know, uh, buy it, buy that, half a point down to three, I would recommend that as well. Now, one team I don't expect to revert to the mean is the Bears. They are truly terrible. Hammer Tampa Bay minus three in that game. And my second strategy for the NFL is there was a lot of unders that hit in week one. And the NFL probably didn't like all the bad offensive performances. The NFL wants points. Points equal ratings. They would translate into profit for the NFL. So I expect a lot of pass interference and defensive holding calls this week. I already bet four games over. I bet the Green Bay game over, the Minnesota game over, the San Francisco game over, and the Miami Dolphins. So take those four overs as as well as Vikings plus seven, Bengals minus three and a half, and Tampa minus three. Have a glorious um, betting weekend, and maybe I'll check in next week. Take care.